find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, yo, what up, y'all? You are listening to another brand new episode of the world-famous, the award-winning, the award-nominated Behind the Baller podcast. We are coming to you live from San Diego, California, Rancho Santa Fe, to be exact. Today is Monday. It is episode 383. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, a.k.a. the Korean John Daly, a.k.a. the Wash Lord, a.k.a. Back Nine Ben. This show is brought to you and always will be brought to you by the one and only the Dust Brothers. That's Miles Davis and Jordan Winter with original music by Lakey Inspired. That theme song is by Illegal Cartel. Yo, let's get right the fuck into it. I took a little break. I'm sorry. I did it without any notification to anyone, not even to Miles, not even to Jordan. And I'll talk to these guys a lot, but we are going to get into some shit. So let's get right into it. Some women out here, not all. This Me Too shit, it ain't as strong as it used to be. Because women have abused it. I am in no way, shape, or form a misogynist. Uh, everyone can get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's right or wrong. That's all I get, you know, get into about. But that's uh, it's really all, you know, that's just my creed, period. But some women are out here finding out and they really don't think that they're wrong they're out there looking for a check and then find out what they really find is checkmate someone telling them are you looking for a check well guess what bitch checkmate again the grass ain't always greener this ain't no subliminal. This is a general statement. This ain't got nothing to do with me. Because I'll address it directly, right? And again, keyword is always. If I say the grass ain't always greener, keyword always. Remember, some statements can be really true. Only apply to 85, 65, 95, 94%, 90%. I'll give always 90 plus percent. But then there's that 10%. That's why I said keyword is always. Okay. There are people out there who have such low tolerance and have been treated a certain way and have a certain expectation in their lives because, you know, they've been raised a certain way. They've been, you know, everything's been paid for, been taken care of. And they'd be like, what the fuck? I I've been treated like shit. No. You fuck around, you fucked around, and found out. And these people, when they fuck up, they will never admit it. 
by the time they do, it's too late. Like I said, we're going to get into some shit. Listen up. No adult over the age of 25 should think they should get points for having a job, paying your bills, or taking care of your kids. But no man can tell me shit because I got my own money. I pay my bills. What the fuck are you talking about? Adulthood? That's called being an adult. The fuck is you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've dated women who have jobs, who don't. Everyone should wipe their ass. That shouldn't even be an expectation. That is a mandatory fucking thing. Man. Jumping all over the place. There's a lot going on in, in the news, man. Shh, look. People in general these days are more interested in who they like. No matter how good they're perceived in the public, they're more interested in who's more popular instead of finding out who's right. This could go in sports. This could go in a bunch of shit, right? Kiki Palmer. Popular actress. Uh, I don't know if she sings. I don't really know much about her. I didn't watch her growing up because I was already a grown-ass man. She's going through a nasty custody battle, um, allegations of domestic abuse. And uh, those are serious allegations, you know what I'm saying? It's I know shit about people trying to file a, a restraining order on you, you know, and, and it's like, it's a toss-up with the judge. Now remember, TRO is temporary restraining order. Um, to get one granted is a lot harder than people think. You got to have some serious, serious evidence, you know. And a lot of times when women do that in a custody battle, they're trying to get one up. And it could get, you know, it could be through, you know, usually lawyers will, will uh, suggest it. And a lot of times women, men, they don't realize that at the end of the day, attorneys get paid. Win or lose. So more work for them. Paper here and there. A little small little filing. A couple thousand dollars. They're like, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah, sure. They'll help you do it. They can assist you, obviously, with the TRO a lot easier than someone else. And you can have pictures. You can have things. Kiki Palmer is, is liked. Very highly liked. I, I don't really fuck with girl. I, I don't really like a lot of things that she's um, said or done. And again, it, it, that doesn't mean that she's wrong. I, I didn't say that at all. I'm just saying. And I don't know anything about her dude. But they're fighting over a kid. The restraining order was granted. Now, only reason why I'm speaking about this is because I've seen it happen. And these people don't think about what's best for the kid. They think what's best for them. And if it's stressing them out, fuck dealing with stress, you know, I'm not dealing with this shit. Fuck that. I don't care if it fucks up my kid's life. The thing is, they're so blinded and don't give a fuck and they got attorneys in their ears that they're like, you know what? No, this is better for the kid because the kid shouldn't see this. No. This is when you make the hardest decision of your life and you say, I hate this fucking person. Fuck this person. This person hit me. 
and they hurt my feelings so they don't get to see their kid. No, that ain't how it works. It's not how it works. That's the problem. You fucking punk pussy ass bitch. Not talking about Kiki. I'm just saying in general. If this applies to her, then it does. If shit don't work out with you and your man or your girl, if there truly is a toxic environment, if you getting your ass beat, if I was getting my ass beat, you have to really, 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 with a magnifying glass, deeply, as deep as you possibly can, explore all options and think what is best for the child. Yes, it's not good for you guys to be in a toxic, yelling, abusive relationship. That does not mean they're going to be that way with kids. That's the fucked up part where people correlate the two. Now, I've never hit nobody before. Definitely not no girl. But if I'm yelling at somebody, don't like somebody here and there, that does not mean I'm going to be that way with the kid. Just because I get mad in traffic because a motherfucker doesn't go at a green to a yellow, you know, light, at a green left turn arrow, and I'm honking the horn, that doesn't mean that I'm going to fucking now yell at everyone for whatever the fuck reason. All I'm saying is kids need both of their parents. And before you file for divorce, break up, deal with some custody shit, Again, I'm not saying she didn't get her ass whipped or she didn't get hit. That could be true. Think twice about taking your child away from their parent. Because she got nothing to do with them. That's the issue. And by the way, guys, they are coming at giants. They're coming for giants. They're trying to take people down. Some deserving, some not. Now, Cassandra Ventura a.k.a. Cassie, who I know, filed a federal lawsuit against Sean Combs, Diddy, someone else who I know pretty well. Now, remember, guys, this is a civil suit. This was a civil suit, not a criminal lawsuit. She wanted to tell her side of her story, break down all the shit that had happened to her, and fight in court if necessary just to protect her from any repercussions that may have may not come. And I'm pretty sure what she did was she waited until that NDA or that confidentiality agreement expired. That's usually within like seven years. Okay. So it shook a lot of people up. A lot of people got triggered. Uh, Aubrey O'Day, some other people that work for Bad Boy, some crazy conspiracy theories going on with Kim Porter his uh, baby's mom's, his ex fiance mother of three children of his, Andre Harrell, uh, I'll be sure. Who else, man? 
a heavy D, other people that are involved in Uptown and things that he did and whatever. And, and I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I said, there's some conspiracy theories I don't fuck with. I don't know if I would call this necessarily conspiracy. When you know certain things, right? I've been around dude for shit, almost 30 years, right? It, this, this is a tough situation. And I do think a lot more are coming for him. Sort of how they came for R. Kelly, how they came for Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, you guys should look up the Kevin Spacey situation. And I fuck with dude as an actor. You know, I try not to think about, you know, the allegations, everything else, and the people he associated with him, Brian Singer, other people like that. But, yo, every motherfucker that was in court with Kevin was like, they were dying. They were having fucking, you know, they were getting hurt, crazy shit like that. And then of all people, my boy Kid Cudi, he's never told me this story once in his life. He was dating Cassie 11 years ago and his fucking car blew up in his driveway. And Cassie filed that. Diddy even said that, yo, I'm gonna blow this motherfucker's car up. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Again, this was a civil suit. This was about money. And she settled out of court with him or he settled out of court with her, sorry. And you know, shit. I hope she could live her life and, you know, and, and be happy and seems like she was unhappy for a long time. And this ain't something, you know, I, I don't really try to get into it. I met her husband not that long ago, earlier this year. We played golf together. Very fucking nice guy, Alex Fine. I have my reservations about dude, but he's solid, you know, and, and fuck it. And, and by the way, just because you settle out of court doesn't mean you're guilty. Right, you should think about how much of a fucking nightmare litigation is, and I wish I took this advice from the times I've been sued, right? But you know, you live, you learn, you learn from your mistakes. At the same time, when there are severe allegations about rape and sex trafficking going on. It don't look good when you settle. Something that serious. Especially when you got the bread. I'm not falling for that one. Sorry. You know, that Russell Brand shit. Andrew Tate, whatever. Look, you could be a mathematician. Okay. Spit facts about equations and theories. It doesn't mean just because you're a genius in math that you're right about everything. Okay? You're a great actor, whatever. You could expose crooks and thieves, right? Say, oh, big pharmas, you know, coming up and they're fucking becoming billionaires and they're fooling everybody. You could expose all that type of shit. But if you got 10 or more people from 10 different cities accusing you of rape and attacks, and these people have no relationship to each other, it ain't a coincidence. And just because you expose some bad people, that shit don't excuse you from your wrongdoings. You try to distract and divert the attacks against you from your wrongdoings. You know what I mean? You People try, to, I, I know what, it, what that is. When, you know, you've done a lot of good, you do charity, all of a sudden you become spiritual, you start doing yoga and shit, 
and you want to think about you don't want to think about the past anymore. It don't work that way. Nah, you can heal yourself and you can get better, but you need to take accountability. You can't sit there and try to divert attacks against you for your wrongdoings. Nah, you ain't minding your business because, you know what I'm saying? You're guilty of doing wrong. Just because you're doing good and you're cleaning yourself up and everything, that doesn't cleanse your sins. Take accountability. You can't be a narcissist no longer if you tell people, I lied. I fucked up. I cheated. Now what? Let me do better. Don't go backwards. You know? Just, I I had to get that out there. Just because I just still think about that. Russell Brand shit, man. I just think about, you know, he's exposed all these people. He's got these fucking, these weird ass people fool. And it's like, yo, dude, that's great, man. You exposed some bad people. You did whatever cool here. You made a plea deal with the public, but it's like, nah. You got to take accountability for all the bullshit you did. You know? Oh, man. But, you know, it's been an interesting two weeks, and I took some time off. And uh, I got to focus on now. I could think about tomorrow, but I need to focus on now, right? So I tell people, save money for your family and a rainy day, but focus on right now. I always say there's great parallels with life and golf. If you're playing golf, don't worry about that short par three. That's five holes away. Focus on this approach shot you got right now and get it as close as the hole as you can and get that motherfucker in the hole. Then have a short-term memory. Bad or good. Unless there's a swing motion or something that helps you. Getting stuck in negativity is stronger than any drug addiction. That shit will fuck you up and fuck your golf game up. Parallels, like I said. But anyways, it's me time. I had to step away from some things. Now, not step back. I had to step away. There's a big difference. And with that said, I am stepping away from some things. Some things I'll mention right now and some things I don't know when I'll mention. First thing, I am no longer sponsored by TaylorMade. I don't think, well, I guess I would say, yeah, they know now. Um, This is a decision I made. I am stepping away. And that doesn't mean I don't use tailor-made clubs or anything else. I'm just not accepting and not going out there openly promoting their brand for personal reasons. I am stepping away from Par 3 Podcast. Had a good run. There are too many things to discuss why I'm leaving the show. And one major thing is that I want to go back to two times a week with the new show here. It's obvious that me and Jimmy Boy are doing this show together and it's going to be great. But um, there's more things that I'm going to be stepping away from. I'm cleaning my house and I'm keeping things more in order, right? And I had to take a time out. I had to take a break. 
This is a different, this, this was one that put me down for a little bit. I ain't gonna lie to you. And there's a lot of personal shit too, but there's more to come, more changes, different energy. It's time to let motherfuckers know who I am. Again, to remind them, you know, it's crazy. I'm one of the most punctual people that you'll ever meet in your life. I'm also one of the most loyal. Ain't about that check all the time. If my name is attached, loyalty is there. And I will exceed what's asked for. But let me tell you, it's been, it's been an interesting two weeks. It's been lonely. Thought about like the time when I was 27 and I just kind of went broke again. 27, right? I was in the music business. I was vice president of a label, driving an M3, living in a fly-ass spot on top of Erewhon, living with fucking the same building as Tupac, chilling with Star, doing it. I was living the dream, I thought, right? Nah. I was in a different spot when I lost everything. Chasing your dreams is lonely. I mean, you can bring some people with you, right? But not everyone can come. Do you understand what I just said? I'm real weird about who I'm bringing on this next journey. London, Ryder, Kaya, they're with me for life. It's a different story. But if you want yes men around you, that's fine. But not everyone can succeed. Not everyone can come. Eating is not succeeding. Sorry. That's low expectation shit. They offer food stamps. There are different levels to eating. Now, I have no idea what tomorrow holds. I have no idea what the future holds. And I am one who suffers from overthinking. I just got to rock with, you know, what's hitting right now and where my energy leads me today. And again, I take this shit minute by minute until I can go hour by hour. But I'm still hunkering down. I'm still saving and just making smarter moves because a lot has been shooken up in my life. Now, acknowledgement is important, but I gave up on validation. Because by the time I bring up shit that I've done or why I should be appreciated, it's already been a decade. Maybe 25 years has surpassed, you know what I'm saying, elapsed. Right? I've been doing that shit. So it's like, fuck the acknowledgement. And then people say, Oh, why didn't you say anything? I didn't know you did that. Oh, I, didn't, I, I didn't know you know that you were you were you were making these moves because I already knew I was right because I knew what the fuck I was doing. I knew what my accolades were. I couldn't keep score anymore. The score was ten thousand to seventeen. What the fuck I'm gonna keep score for? Just go mind my business. When people tell me, "Oh, I'm a sneakerhead," and this, I'm just like, God, little things like that. It's if you did as much as I did 20 plus years ago and nobody's even talking about that term sneakerhead, that shit was an inside fucking thing. It's crazy where it is now. Same with podcasting. 
Everyone's got a fucking podcast now, right? So, okay, get a real job. Motherfucker, this is a real job for me. I got listeners. I earned it. Nobody gave me shit. But it's, it's desperate times right now. It's getting nasty. It's getting ugly. Motherfuckers is trying to, you know, look, it's getting bad out there. And the crazy part is it only gets worse, right? It's the cost of living is getting crazy. Inflation is getting crazy. The IRS is getting crazy. People aren't paying their car payments. People aren't paying their rent. You got interest rates at a 23, 25-year high. Evictions are happening now, finally. Fucking credit's getting bad. Motherfuckers are going in debt. I, I, I don't know, man. And not to bring up more shit. <laughs> and like I said, we'll take a break in about five minutes or so. But look, not to get into religion or politics, but I found an astonishing fact, a figure. There are currently 16 million Jews living in the world. A lot of my family are Jewish. Yes, my blood family. My sister being one of them. Half of my cousins. Some Polish Jew, some Israeli Jew, Ashkenazis. 16 million Jewish people. I thought there were way more. They just happen to mostly reside in Los Angeles, New York, and Florida. Okay. There are 1.8 billion Muslims. Again, these are facts. If there's 1.799964, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not saying that there's 1.8 billion Muslims and there's only actually 800 million or 1.1 billion. What I'm saying is two plus two equals four. It ain't up for discussion. It fucked me up. All I've been hearing from people lately is be on the right side of history. And what I found out is 95% of the fucking people that say you should be on the right, you're going to be on the right side of history, you're going to be on the wrong side of history, they're usually on the wrong side of fucking history. Okay? So when I hear people say be on the right side of history on very complicated things, and when these people get their information from only one side, and can't even truly 100% confirm if this information is correct, if this information is absolutely true, factual information. So now they spread that information that they have and are so passionate because they see kids and people dying, old people dying, right? But really can't bet their lives on that information. Even though they say they would, but that's bullshit. So they say, get knowledge, read this article. The problem is there's a hundred plus websites, articles going against the story that they believe in or the story they sent you. Some small, some major media, 
Could it be manipulated? Sure. Maybe. Maybe not. But at the end of the day, it's not our direct problem. My family is, you know, in Korea. If they're fucked up and North Korea came at them and bombed them, it'd be sad, right? I would do what I could. I wouldn't expect the world to stop or everyone to be on my side. Because I got bigger issues and responsibilities here that need to be tended to. And to just back up a couple sentences ago, I learned this when I was in court. You could sit there and say, you really got to think about this, this is how they really approach a jury at ways, right? And be like, and again, I'm just, just using this hypothetically. Well, do you think Mr. Jordan Winter hit that person? Be like, no, no, I know Jordan. I could be really mad. Let's say me and Jordan fell out. I'd be really mad at Jordan. Be like, no, it's just not like his personality, you know? And then a real a legit attorney will really make you think. Now I said, is it impossible for that to have happened? Now, when you look at it at a legal standpoint, and you're a witness on a stand, is it impossible? No, it's not. Okay, then don't say that then. And that's what I mean when people say what they say when they defend somebody. Another thing too is everyone is still on this fuck-ass vaccine shit. Someone got hit by a car. Someone died of drugs. They say, hmm, he was fully vaxxed. It was the vaccine. A motherfucker shot himself. It was the vaccine. Like, oh my God, man. I'm just, I had to get off Twitter for a little bit. And just, man, Elon, such a smart dude. And it's just, he'll never be, he can never win. You know, and I'm just, I'm on Twitter and I'm looking at shit. And I'm like, the Bay Bridge is trending. What the fuck is going on? And I've spoke about how much I hate this type of shit. The dumbest thing, and I mean absolutely moronic, no brain cells left in your brain, your head type of shit to do, is to organize a rally and shut down a public highway, let alone the fucking Bay Bridge. Nobody wins. Only just an L. Period. For Gaza? Yeah, fuck it, right? Like I said, 98% of those idiots who are blocking traffic, yes, I call them fucking idiots. Or more, don't even have family there. There were nurses and first responders that can't get to the ICU and help people who are sick or possibly dying. They shut down the freeway. This shit is crazy. We want to be, well, we got heard, we got our attention. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Cease fire. This ain't it. That shit, I can guarantee if we stopped every fucking freeway in the United States of America, it would not stop 
the war in Gaza, period. No matter what you fucking think. It is the absolute dumbest fucking thing in the world. We have our own shit going on here. And you want that attention. And it's fucking, it's, there's something special with these people. And there should be a special punishment that should be 10 times more than a normal felony. Jesus Christ. Like, the fuck is wrong with these people? Oh, we got your attention. No, you didn't. You pissed folks off because you're mad about something you're actually not 1,000% sure of. All right, I'm getting a dry mouth. Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's pay some bills, and I'll be right back, y'all. College and NFL football is cooking, and there's money to be made. Sports betting picks, I got you covered. VIP one-on-one coaching for beginners, we got you covered. Me and my team of professional handicappers, aka the captains, are here to help you dominate the football season. Captain Picks is legit and it's fun. I love being able to watch games and communicate in the Discord community alongside. If you sign up right now for a single sport football at $50 per week, you'll get picks for both NCAA and NFL all season long throughout the playoffs. Also, in NBA, UFC, tennis, soccer, the captains got you covered and you can add another single sport or get VIP all access. Just go to captainpicks.com now. Captainpicks.com is where you go to win. Jimmy Boy hit on Vikings plus three, and I gave out a college football money line parlay of Wisconsin and Cal that slapped. Not to mention all the bangers that hit every damn day and nine times on Sunday. Come rock with your captains. Sign up one time or reoccurring subscriptions with promo code INVEST for 40% off. Once again, the promo code is INVEST. Come join me and my crew at CaptainPits.com for single sport or VIP. Sports betting should be a team sport. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Holidays are a time for fun and a time for reflection. This time of the year can be a lot and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change. Something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. If you've benefited from therapy, feel free to share your experience. Whether or not you've been in therapy personally, talk about the broader benefits in your own words. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma, etc. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com baller today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash baller. What's up, y'all? So, I'm actually headed back home today from San Diego. Um, it was interesting. Last week uh, on, um, was it Wednesday? I don't even fucking remember if it was Wednesday. If it was, yeah, it was Wednesday. Shit, so hold on. One, two, three, four. Yeah, it was Wednesday. Wednesday, right before I picked up the kids from school, I had got a quick round in. It started raining a little bit in LA. And um shot an 81. Really good score, man. And I was playing crazy. And um I hit 14 fairways. And let me give you some context. I had not posted anything for nine days on my social media. Now, I've never even gone, I don't think, 10 hours without posting a story or a tweet or something. I went nine days. I needed a social media cleanse. I think I worried some people. I can truly say, with the exception of some Postmates people, some restaurant servers, um, and my three kids, I spoke to a total of four people. Didn't talk to Miles, didn't talk to Jordan, didn't talk to my agent, my manager, my cousins, my sister, my mom, nobody. And Garrett from Good Good text messaged me while I was in the 17th hole. My phone was on Do Not Disturb. And he's like, yo, fam, I hope everything's good with you, man. I really want to see you, man. I'm on a plane right now headed to San Diego. And we're going to film for five days in San Diego. Would love you to come by. Not asking you to be on camera or nothing. Just, just wanted to chill and see what's up with you. I chalk up my score 18th hole. I go to the snack bar, grab me a BLT with avocado, Coca-Cola. And I'm like, Garrett, I haven't talked to anybody in 10 days. And it's great to hear from you. And man, bro, like, wow, this is, you know what? Fuck this. I'm booking a hotel now. Right? And, um, the energy was just great. There was a few other things he said I can't talk about on here. <laughs> um, good things. And so it was a great day. I was headed to go pick up my kids from school, spend some time with them, pack a bag up, get my golf clubs ready, and head out to San Diego. You know how much I love San Diego. There's also a lot of, you know, nostalgic times I think about with my family and stuff. But get out there. Now, this dude Garrett is old enough to be my son. By easily. I could have been a dad at 26 and had Garrett. That, that's not far-fetched to have a kid at 26, a man. But solid motherfucking dude. And I've had an amazing past five days in San Diego. Uh, there's some filming going on today. I'm not going to participate in it at all whatsoever. 
but I just wanted to be around some positive energy, play some golf and chill out. And um, I'll be in the San Diego episodes. I just will not be participating as a player in them. That's not where I felt like I wanted to do until I really get to a certain level. I think there might be a couple shots that people will see, right? I had some some great shots. Um, but we started out at the Grand Del Mar. Beautiful fucking track. They got the Fairmont over there. Um, made me think about Q because uh, Q World Star lived right near there in Rancho Santa Fe. Again, beautiful track. It was it was a vibe. And then Friday, we played uh, Lomas Santa Fe Country Club, and that was a vibe. Friday night, hit Dave and Buster's with the Good Good Crew, vibing. Saturday, played Native Oaks in, um, it's like somewhere near Escondido, I think, or something, but it, it was, it, that was a vibe. It was raining, but beautiful track. It was public, but it was just a great time. Had some just, you know, chilling, building with fucking Steven, Bubby, Luke, uh, Matt Scharf, you know, shout out to the camera crew too, of course, Max, Luis, Michael, and my man AJ Pujols, Albert Pujols' son, and just really vibed out. And then yesterday we played Aviara. And I've played there before. Beautiful fucking track. I actually ran into a podcast listener at the turn and um, so he listened to the show. And it was dope, man. It was just a vibe, man. It was, it was great. And ended the day with that. Got back to the hotel. We got some food and um, I got a massage and, and I passed out early. When I say early, I passed out at like nine o'clock and uh, talked to my kids and chilled out. But um, just wanted to give a big shout out to the good, good crew solid dudes. I really fuck with these guys, man. They real solid ass people. Now, right before I disconnected my social media, disconnected from my social media, right? I wasn't even liking pictures, nothing. No DM, nothing. I had a subscriber golf round with uh, three subscribers from Instagram at my country club. We had a fucking great round and it was a vibe. And it was lit. It was a good time. And um, we, we know I just wanted to show these dudes love. And I'll be honest with you, man. You know, this is, again, each one of these guys could pay for a subscription for over a year, for two years. And this cost more than that. So obviously it ain't about the money. It's just me doing something just to do for something, right? So being a subscriber does have its benefits. But I will try to do that one more time before the end of the year. I don't think I'm doing any meetups. Definitely not playing any golf with just uh, people for no reason. Um, I have uh, three people I owe a round to. And then, like, fuck, we got Thanksgiving this week. I'm excited, you know, to chill. I got the kids this week. Um, Christmas is fucking just about a month away. Shit is running fast like a motherfucker. But uh, yeah, man, it, it, it was a vibe and, and, and I'm really starting to understand my golf game better, but I'm also struggling in a lot of areas, but I know why I'm struggling and it's tough. And I can't really discuss some things, but I, I think people will figure it out. Some things are meant to not be said publicly, but uh, you know, I'm switching gears now. Um, 
it's been a really long time since I talked about new music or talked about music at all. What the fuck am I talking about? Or a new album that dropped that I even cared about talking about on this podcast. I don't talk about new music on this show, right? And Drake just dropped another new album in like the last month or something or whatever it is. I haven't listened to a single song of either. Don't care to. That's my dog. I'm just saying, just not where I'm at. Travis Scott dropped a new album. It was a utopia or some shit. And I was in a car with someone um, when that Travis Scott album dropped. It was a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago. I don't know what the fuck it was. And they're playing it. And I said, what the fuck is this? They said, that's that new Cactus Jack, man. It's that utopia. And I said, hey, dude, I, this is trash. And I want to disrespect your car. It's all good, right? You know, cool. And usually, I'm always driving. I said, if you do me a favor, man, you can drop me off. Um, but you pull up to a Starbucks and drop me off. And I'm going to take an Uber. Because this shit is that bad. It's fucking my ears. It's hurting my ears. And my boy was like, really? Come on, stop playing, man. For I'm like, dog. I looked at him straight up. We're having a cool conversation. I wasn't mad in a bad mood. I was just... I just couldn't hear it anymore. It was, just, it was hurting my ears. And I said, bro, I'm 50 years old. This is 100% pure ass. If I got to ask you again, like, we might have a problem with our friendship. That's where I took it to. You take it to that sensitivity level of me. I w- it was just that that's how I felt about that. And I did not want to sit in that car for that long, listen to that shit. So he turned it off. And to be honest, I don't think he's even played it anymore because he mentioned it to another friend of ours. And he's like, yo, man, I, I can't listen to that shit now th- this, the same way. Ben fucked it up for me. Now, don't blame me. I can't tell you what to listen to or, you know, what your own ears should entertain. Because your ears are your ears. They should entertain you and it's all that matters. Don't worry about me. But if I don't want to sit in a car ride for 40 fucking minutes listening to some bullshit and I got all the means to take care of other transportation, please believe I'm out. That's it. Now, if I had no choice, I'd probably still mention something. And if they had a problem, be like, all right, well, that's me then. Maybe I'd have to shut up and deal with whatever. Now, if we look at the alternate If someone said that about the music I was playing in my car, and even if we're super cool, I dropped them the fuck off. Period. Like, all right, dog, I'll see you there. I ain't tripping. I ain't turning shit off. (laughs) So anyways, going on and going forward, Andre 3000 dropped a new album. And I'm fucking with it. I'm going to keep 100. I had no interest until it just started causing all this uproar. Saw a couple interviews. He's like, yo, I'm 48. I ain't gonna rap like that. Ain't no bars coming out. Now, mind you, Andre 3000 is not even, it's not even argue, it's not an argument. He is definitely in the top 10 of the greatest lyricists in hip hop. He's that dope. And he said some gangster ass shit. But he's like, I'm just, that ain't where I'm at right now. What are you talking about? Oh, I gotta go get a colonoscopy? This album is all flutes and I fuck with it, right? Like off the first song, this shit felt like 
that shit felt like that artsy girl who uses lemons, like actual lemons, as deodorant. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like I was on a train headed to a new place I have never been before. Except like in a past life. It was just, man, it was, it just, it's a dope little vibe. I was bumping that shit throughout San Diego. I was like, yo, this shit's kind of fly. Sure reminded me of some old Bruce Lee movie. Not Bruce Lee, like Jean-Claude Van Damme when he was training, getting ready to go fucking fight in the Kumite. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just, I don't know, it was dope. It was dope. Some depressing news, even though we're six and four, which is actually good, but you know, I think there's a chance for playoffs. Seahawks. Man, I had that shit on while I was playing golf yesterday. It was like, yo, bro, we suck. The Rams suck. And we lost them twice. These are conference games. So that means we suck. And by the way, before all this shit was going on in my mind, I was thinking about going to two places. Pensacola, Florida, to hang out with Bubba Watson and play golf, or go to Houston to hang out with Jimmy Boy. And then I was talking to Quandre Diggs from the Seahawks. I was like, yo, you coming to LA this weekend, right? Like, what's good? You got some tickets? And he did. And... Something just ain't sitting right with me still. I'm a fan. I'm still a 12. Just a lot going on in my life. And the Seattle shit is obviously a weird situation. So I was like, nah, man, fuck this. I'm out. Like, speaking of Bo Watson, guys, just because I'm no longer going to be part of part three, that interview that just dropped on, on part three with Bubba Watson is, is the best work I've ever done. Better than any interview I've ever done. And by the way, speaking of which, I will be dropping two live player, golf player interviews on this show. And I will be talking about golf more often on this show and a lot of different things. And even with Jimmy, but uh, there are some political bullshit that was going on. And uh, so I'm going to put those episodes on here on BTB and we will be coming back for Thursdays. I've just got to figure it out. But yeah, anyways, um, yeah, the Seahawks didn't go to the game, and thank God I didn't. Funny thing is, Captain Picks was like, yo, Rams money line, that is a lock. And I was like, eh, whatever it is, what it is. And that shit was a lock. That's for damn sure. It was. What else? What else? Oh, by the way, there's this TV show. I'm watching on Hulu. And it's an old show. It's already good, but it was fucking phenomenal. Mr. In-Between. Fucking great show. About a Shylock. I think it's in Australia. Or it might be. It is fucking phenomenal. Make sure you watch Mr. In-Between. That is a great fucking show. And by the way, guys. I have had Old Boy on my Amazon Prime video list. Forever. I own the DVD. I have the Blu-ray. I have all that shit. But to stream, I bought that motherfucker and downloaded it to every fucking device in my house. But I could stream it anytime. I'm just saying. Old boy. Yes, Odessu. 
top three greatest movie ever in the history of cinema. Old boy. If you ain't seen that movie, I don't know what to say to you. By the way, um, obviously we didn't have an episode this past Monday. Last Monday, I'm saying, Bosch Legacy season finale was fucking all that. Amazing season. I hate that it was broken up. I'm going to watch the entire season probably tomorrow. From I'm going to try to watch from 1 to episode 1 and 10 and just watch the whole thing through. So fucking good. It was incredible. Force, uh, Power Book season finale, fucking phenomenal. Again, 50 don't miss. It was a fucking good-ass finale. And I fucking hate that they led it up to season three. Just so fucking good. But yeah, guys, look, man, it feels really good to be back talking my shit behind this microphone. Um, it is a holiday week. Uh, We're going to try to drop a treat for you guys this Thursday. And again, I appreciate you guys. This is therapeutic for me to speak um, to y'all. And I just wanted to say, again, I love and appreciate each and every one of you guys. If you have not subscribed to this show, please hit the subscribe button. It does help us a lot. There's a major rebrand going on. We are going to video. Got the studio built up, ready to go. And um, I'll be announcing the name of the show soon. Hey, this is not your practice life, guys. And uh, can't wait to get back to L.A. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And I will see you back. Well, this Thursday will be a little treat, but I will see you back on Monday. All right. All right, y'all. You hear the Lakey Lake? Lakey was good, bro. We need some new beats, dog. All right, y'all. I'm out. Peace. Peace.